Hey, I'm Chris Marchant. I'm Daniel Shevlin. Hi, this is Trevor Wadley. Hello, I'm Edmund Bagnell. And we are Well Strung. I'm Edmund, and I'm first violinist. My grandparents bought a violin for me, but it was kind of silly because they got a full-size violin, whereas normally kids get, you know, half-size, quarter-size. I definitely needed a quarter-size because I was six when I started. But my parents liked the idea, so they got me violin lessons and a new properly-sized violin, and I've been playing ever since. I'm Chris. I'm the second violinist. When I was a kid, my mom told me that I had to do something, like some kind of activity, and I was terrible at t-ball. I couldn't even hit the stationary ball off the tee. So I quit that and started playing violin instead. This is Trevor. I play viola. In fifth grade, I started in a public school program. I started on violin. I didn't really have anyone in my family or community that I knew whom played. I don't know. It was something that was foreign to me, and I wanted to figure it out and see what it was all about, so I started. I'm Daniel, and I'm the cellist. For me, it was probably third grade. Sort of an activities coordinator just came around to our schools, and anyone who wanted to play a stringed instrument could sign up. And at the time, I actually signed up to play violin. And so I played violin for about a year, but then um, my string teacher, she actually needed more cellos. And so I guess I was just more drawn to the sound of a cello because I was just decided to switch then and there. And so that's how I started playing the cello. Since you've been gone, I can't breathe for the first time. I'm so moving on, yeah, yeah. Thanks to you, thanks to you. Now I can, I can. You should know, you should know that I can, I get what I want. Since you've been gone, I was doing another show in Provincetown in 2010. And I would play a violin on the street to make extra money. And a theater producer in town, Mark Cortali, approached me and we started collaborating on a project because he knew that I sang as well. So we just started tossing ideas around and came up with putting a spin on the standard string quartet. I found Daniel through a mutual friend on Facebook and I just sent him a message. He was living in Denver at the time and I was like, hey, you should move back to New York and do this instead. (laughs) So he eventually did and then right after that happened, Edmund and Trevor showed up to our auditions. The reaction has been fantastic. I think the most common reaction, I would say, in a way, is surprise. <laughs> we get a lot of people who are like, well, you know, I, you know, I saw this advertisement for the show, and I thought it was going to be kind of good for a few laughs. And then like, after the show, they're like, wow, you guys really impressed me. So I think people kind of don't know what to expect with us. I think what that you're saying earlier cool. about what is our genre, you know, I don't think we actually neatly fit into one genre and i think that's why people don't know what to expect with us but we're pioneering the way right we got our start in provincetown that's where most people heard about us for the first time and you know they have naked boys singing up there and a couple other nude shows so people i think just assumed that that's what we did but no not the case we just were trying to have a witty name yeah (laughs) a little cheeky cheeky The other misconception, I think also based on the name, is that we don't actually play very well or that it's a gimmick and we just like made up a funny show and are pretending to play violin or something. I think a few people that we've come across have had that perception of us and then they come away realizing that we are real full-time musicians. We tend to gravitate towards pop music because if you think about classical music of the time, it was popular music of its time. Right. All music was new at one time. Yeah. And so I think there's some 
subtle beauty in trying to combine both of them, and at the same time kind of keeping true to the roots of a string quartet while doing this new thing of singing and playing at the same time. And There are no other singing string quartets, so we're kind of making it up as we go. We could have had it Starting Provincetown, you know, that brings a certain audience with it, just inherent to who goes there in the summer. But as we've been touring around the country, our audience has definitely been more mixed. A lot of teenagers, actually, which is and cool. And kids. Yeah, kids, families. <laughs> what is so cool about what we do is that we appeal to a really a truly broad range of people. We'll have kids and then like 80-year-olds in our audience, and everybody seems to leave having a really great time. And um, I think that's pretty special, you know, creating a cool night out for a wide variety of people. We just happened to all be gay. It wasn't the point of the show at all. It just happens to be that way, and it's not something we focus on in the show. It's just a fact. Well, also, and we were also created, not created in P-Town, but, you know, a lot of where we got all of our grounding was in P-Town, and obviously it's a predominantly gay audience. So in order to get a good jump, I'm sure a lot of our content in our first show was a little bit more gay-centric, and there's still moments, but it was never intended to be like a gay show or a, you know, it's just part of who we are, but it's not what defines us, I don't think. I think our music should be what defines us. So, so what? I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves and I don't need you. And guess what? I'm having more fun, and now that we're done, I'm gonna show you tonight. I'm alright, I'm just fine, and you're a tool, so, so what? I'm still a rock star, I got my rock moves, and 